You're listening to MLG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see real and practical Christianity from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today, we're going to be looking at what I would call the effect of the Spirit of God upon the creative or some other name like that, Sha. But anyway, this is what I want to talk about today. Many times, um, we are born again and... Uh, that means the spirit of god comes to live inside us right um, by now you should know that <laughs> and uh many times it stops there like for many believers their christianity just stops at the church at the home it doesn't go outside i'm not even talking about being a nice christian speaking in tongues or i'm in christ using christian bumper stickers and um, of course tweeting retweeting your churches um what they call it tweets or your church's IG, whatever, on your stories. That's all nice, you see. But many times, we just stop there. We just stop there. And that's a real issue. You see, Christians are all over the world. They are everywhere. They are almost in every single sphere of society. Not almost. In every sphere, every age group, every sphere of society, every profession, you can find a Christian. Look at what was written in, um, it should be... AD 111 or something by a man called Pliny, the governor of Bithynia, you know, he wrote to the emperor Trajan. He says, I therefore postponed the investigation of Christians and hastened to consult you, for the matter seemed to me to warrant consulting you, especially because of the number involved. For many people of every age, every rank, and also of both sexes are and will be endangered. For the contagion of this superstition has spread not only to the cities but also to the villages and farms right then look at what the man later said he said he noted that many of the pagan temples were almost empty right because a discipleship revolution shook the foundation of the empire now it came across the rich the poor the urban the rural now by the year 197 tertullian the early church apologist wrote about the spread of the disciples to the roman rulers he says we are but of yesterday and yet we are filled that is we just came yesterday <laughs> but we have filled all the places that belong to you cities islands forts towns exchanges the military camps themselves tribes towns councils the palace the senate the marketplace we have left you nothing but your temples are you seeing that now why am i bringing this up i'm bringing this up because Christians, as I said, they are in every walk of life. Many times, believers don't know how to see Christianity as as a life, as the life. Christianity becomes the center of your life, not a side hustle. Christianity is not something that you pick on the side, then you you know you deal with it, mess with it, it works out, you you know use it, then you dump it, you go ahead of your life. No, it becomes the core, the center of your life. Now, when and this should translate to you as being if you are a student for example your christian life should be expressed the point is that god wants to be expressed in every area of your life so if you are a student he wants to be expressed if you are a banker he wants to be expressed if you are a musician he wants to be expressed in fact let me say this like it's not even him wanting the the fact that the life in you or what it is in you the fact that a Christian and God lives in you, it and the Bible says he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. You are changed, you become a new person. 
you have become a new person. So everything that happens with you should be new, should be different. You understand? Should be new, should be different. And there are two major categories. The first is values. The first is values. Now, what do I mean by values? Values, as the word says, are the things you value. Your values, that is Christian values or what we call godly character or godly conduct, godly behavior, right? This is supposed to be very, very clear. There were days or times where they say, oh, that guy is a Christian because we see the way he behaves. You understand? But these days, Christians are also in politics. Sometimes it's still more than the the ungodly politicians. Christians are in music. In fact, today in Nigeria, I think some of the hottest rappers who are singing things that are destroying the young people are Christians. In fact, they came from church. Many of them were in the choir and church and all that. Today, I mean, they are some of the most lewd, popular, controversial people you get. And you will see this across almost every walk of life where you see there's really no distinction between the Christians and non-Christians. The the way they behave is the same. Their values are the same. Even the way they, (laughs) they view things, the same. Like, you can't... Okay, today, the truth is, if you go to countries, there are many countries, if you go and you see something wrong with this gay, whatever, they will tell you, you see fellow Christians telling you that you are being you are discriminating that you are you're not kind you're not tolerant you know because their heads are just modeled up in all this thing (laughs) and i'm saying this because even nigeria there are many of them don't be deceived that it's in their abroad alone in nigeria there are many christians today i'm telling you that see nothing wrong with a homosexual relationship they see nothing wrong with it at all ah no no as long as they're in love they're not harming anybody you know they see nothing wrong with that sin and that's just where we've we've come to where Christians and non-Christians just act, think, behave the same. There is no difference between them. The only difference in the spirit is that they have the spirit of God, but in the physical, there is no difference. You understand? They lie, they steal, they rape, they you know, they are addicted to to porn and all those things. Like there is really no difference between the two. No difference. And this is a gross issue. You understand right remember paul will say your body is the temple of you know of god that you are not your own right uh-huh it says know you not that you are the temple of god the living god and that you are not your own you understand i'll be paul saying that in other words there is a consecration you are god's own you belong to god being born again means you are owned by god god lives inside you he now claims ownership over you you can't just live your life right yes Bible says he died for us that henceforth they who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died and rose again. So you are meant to be different. You are actually meant to be different. You should not be like the world. Right? Jesus told us to love not the world. And and you know what whatever comes with that. We're not supposed to love it. You understand? I've explained before that the world is not the planet. Talking about the world system, the way the world thinks, the way it behaves. You're not supposed to be like that. Bible, we have been called out of darkness into light. There should be a difference. We are light. Jesus called us the salt of the earth, the light of the world. So it means that if if I'm light, I can consider the world as darkness. Wherever I am, I should stand out. My conduct should stand out. There should be things about me that should stand out and say, no, this guy is different. This person is different. Things like integrity, honesty. You understand? Um, which other values? Yeah. I mean basically godly conduct you know transparency there are many things that should be in place 
and we see this covered in the epistles even the way we should treat our bosses treat our staff treat uh, whoever around us there should be a massive difference of course one reason that that doesn't happen is because many believers either the churches are not really equipped to disciple them or many believers refuse to submit to the discipleship process because it's not just the churches you should also blame you should blame the disciples many believers too i've seen cases where there is a good church i mean for me i run a ministry too so there are cases where people seeing the opportunity to, be, to give up for christ that is to be trained to disciple refuse because they don't want to give up their lifestyles so it's a two-way street concerning that but then that should be expressed god wants to be expressed in your life because bible says um in this text it says strive for peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the lord right that which no man shall see the lord i'll explain before that's hebrews 12 verse 14 it, it just means that you should actually notice this strive for peace with all men right and holiness are you seeing that so you're supposed to strive for peace peaceful men and to be holy towards them while without which no man shall see the lord the no man that shall see the lord is not you you are the one that is following peace with all men is the men that need to see the lord how through your conduct through your behavior that's why i say you should walk in peace and you should live a holy life you understand why so that men will see the lord so there are many people that will hinder right from seeing the lord by our conduct by our behavior because if you think about it we're all over the place we're in the entertainment industry we're everywhere we are so well positioned by the lord that the truth is that if every believer started reaching out to the people around him or her you understand that in fact there wouldn't be <laughs> there wouldn't be space to house house believers in church because many people will get saved you see that so that's the first place character character needs to be worked on there should be a vast difference between you for example you're a christian policeman bribe should not be mentioned in your place you're a christian politician bribe should not be mentioned there are some things that just should not be involved you understand they should not be there you're a student malpractice should not be around you you understand you're a student immorality should not be around you things that should just be away not there you get your lecturer you're not harassing the girls under you to sleep with them they are it's just meant to be oh he's a christian nah, nah. it should be that when a person hears you're a christian there's just some things that they should just naturally not expect from you but these days i mean your your colleagues who are not christians yeah everybody want to tell ah guy walk down close more go back more go back more go back ah you know udema is a great man he's waiting for us we have to go to the bar it's you that is egging them on <laughs> And that's a problem, massive problem. They will not see the Lord. That's the big issue with that. They will not see the Lord. Now, the second thing I want to talk about when it comes to it comes to your your believer status or the expression of God, you know, in your in that workplace or your school or wherever, is the the how I put it, the ability of the spirit, you know, to work creativity within you. To work excellence within within you there's that part also the ability of the spirit to work excellence and creativity through you that is that the, there will be an effect of the spirit let me just read something from um this dude 
Exodus 31 verse 1. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship to devise cunning works, to work in gold and silver and in brass and in cutting stones to set them and in carving of timber to work in all manners of workmanship. Right? And I and I behold, I have given to him Aholiab, the son of Ahis, Ahisamach of the tribe of Dan, and the heart of all them that are wise-hearted, I have put wisdom, that they may make all I have commanded you. Okay, so basically God told them Moses to make the Ark of the Covenant or, or the Tabernacle in the desert. And God said, told him that people here that are actually filled with my spirit that will do the work. Why would they do the work? He says, look at this, that verse 3. I have filled them with the spirit of God in wisdom, right? In wisdom, in understanding and in knowledge. So these people would just, are you seeing, now I want you to see something. What he's saying here is that, look, that these people just have this uncanny skill. It's not just, you know, it's natural skills, right? But there's an enhancement to those skills. There's the spirit of God walking through these people to do this. They just know things. They just understand how to walk gold, silver, precious stones. Now, why am I reading this text? I'm reading this text because this is the other side that we don't usually see with believers you have the spirit of god inside you if you have the spirit of god inside you there should be a a touch of that spirit on what you do there should be that touch of excellence on what you do you understand so if you are for example a graphics designer you have access to the spirit of god that was upon these guys you know that made them very creative so if you're a graphic designer the truth about it yes you learn you grow and all that stuff but there should be a touch of the Spirit of God on what you do. This is one thing many believers don't access. We don't access those things. Oh, by the way, before I even go there, let me even let me pack this. Let me go back to the first point because it just came back to me. Um, something that I felt I should talk about is this. In today's world, right? If you look at, for example, Netflix. If you look at, you know, I concerning like that thing of the whole gay something why one reason why so many people are sold on the idea of the concept is because there's so much of it in the media that they consume it's in your music videos it's in your movies it's all over netflix and so many believers consume netflix nothing wrong with that but i'm just saying to you that there are many movies on netflix many cartoons now that have a you know they've played that scene of immorality first of all there's one of sexual immorality where they played and so many people just you know the thing is that media has a way of desensitizing you to stuff you just see people for example kissing having sex whatever they're not married but what they do they put a very nice emotional soundtrack they put a whole you know they just bring you to this fantasy world and all of a sudden what should have been a shame abomination where they say hey you know, let <laughs> something that they should have wronged the town bell for. All of a sudden, it just becomes okay. Okay, they're they kissing. They're not married. They're, they're maybe high school, thirteen year olds, and they're kissing. After all, they they love each other. After all, you know, he loves her. After all, she loves him. So okay, you know, nothing not wrong. You get, you know, at first maybe you'd have said Jesus, twelve year olds are kissing Jesus, but after a while, mm, so you know, 
it makes it so it, it is so desensitizing that after a while you actually see in your backyard you just see two 12 year olds or 10 year olds kissing in your backyard and nothing will do you you, you won't you get it just won't do why because you've been desensitized yeah. to you it has become it, it has become normal you watch so many movies that you've seen that fornication also is in so many movies so many movies how many movies actually have you seen how many can you count where the people who are having sex are married how many number two the sex scenes have become so graphic so you know and I said anything you put music I've noticed that anything you put soundtrack to is dangerous if you just put soundtrack to anything it can become right I don't care what it is even killing killing anything just put a nice soundtrack very nice emotional soundtrack and a justifiable reason or whatever forget yeah, you sold the public to it you've sold the public so there are many believers who are desensitized to these things they are just so the same thing with these gay scenes right uh, uh, there was a series I <laughs> I was actually watching and I just noticed that ah, the gay scene there ah, ah, too just so subtle so it just blended in if not that my brain was still working I said this is wrong. I had to, you know I had to, this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong just, just relax you know if they kiss you even back, bring your popcorn and just put in your mouth say jerry you, you may say nah, no why are they oh no he's cheating on his this is like like you, you get what i'm saying there are many that desensitize believe and, and many times we don't understand that this is this is the role of media many times media satan uses media for this to desensitize people to evil to sin you understand how does he do it he puts he just makes it look nice makes it look cinematic puts the right soundtrack puts the right context you know just just makes it look so good and they do it so excellently well so you you, you are in a at a or in a dilemma where this is wrong but it is so well done the story is so good so intriguing i just really want to watch it and you stay because it's entertainment you know someone wants to find entertainment as being detained for entry yeah your attention is imprisoned that entertainment so something that is that imprisons your attention yes so that they can put what they want to put they can they can push the agendas they want to push they can instill what they want to instill you understand and you get that's that's actually a very major thing if you can think about it and so the reason i mention all that is because when it comes to values as i said we need more christian you know entertainers more christian artists more christian producers directors and all that who will make crazy movies mad movies like any genre action romance comedy whatever whatever, make them but will not make them boring because i won't lie to you let me even (laughs) let me just say this i'm not a fan of christian movies like there are many christian movies i don't watch many of them the ones i would say i really enjoyed i liked okay i think i think i enjoyed fireproof yeah i think i really enjoyed fireproof then um even war room i wasn't really feeling war room like that i wasn't really feeling war room like that but then that's that's just me you understand why because for me i think i'm a very high critic and i have a I high when i compare those movies with the ones that are being shot you know by some of these hollywood guys like steven spielberg and what i'm like naji you understand but the thing is, when it comes to like music, before we didn't have good Christian music, like for example, good Christian rap music, we didn't have it was it was bad, it was trash. 
but then we've seen over time a lot of Christian artists bridge that gap that to that they're even winning awards, even like even secular institutions are even awarding them because of the level of excellence. You understand? They're actually doing so well in that area. But I don't think we've really seen that with so many movies. Of course, there are some by um Christian writers, uh but like um what's this one? Yeah, Nanya. I think I really I really like that. Nanya was extremely well done. Nanya, you know, the story of Nanya was by this man, C.S. Lewis, who was a wonderful Christian, the philosopher, apologist and everything. Wonderful guy. So I love, I like Nanya. Nanya was very, very well done. But there are many Christian movies that are still done very shortly. Okay, and that one, um, uh, The Passion of the Christ was done very, very well. Very, very well. Mel Gibson, <laughs> obviously. Um, there's this other one. Uh okay son of god son of god and uh, yeah son of god was also done very very well i I love and if you see the budget you know that it takes money good money to make a good you know christian movie like that you get but the truth about it is that there are many christian producers who are producing nonsense many of them their, their movies are trash like that is they are even worse than what unbelievers are making there's zero godly values inside those things you understand? I don't understand. And you know, uh, the point is, I'm saying this that you have the opportunity. You get many th- when you pursue a career, you pursue. Um, you say, I want to be a doctor. You understand? God doesn't just want you to be a doctor and just be there. No, there's a doctor with a difference. There's a doctor with a Christ-like mindset. There's a doctor with Christly conduct. Yeah. You see that? Yes, there's a doctor that says, you know, aside from even carrying God's healing power, but I mean, I know of a doctor, there's a, a hospital, you know, used to go to a doctor that who would actually pray, him and his staff, they pray for the patients, they pray for the patients, they pray, and he receives insight from God about patients. So God tells, okay, this patient, this is what's wrong with the patient, this was wrong with this person, and all that. They use the wisdom of God to solve problems. There's a difference, you understand? There's integrity, there's compassion, there's all those things. I know, okay, this guy is a Christian and he's showing in his work. Okay, you are going to be an engineer. You know, there's godly values that will come in your work. You see, for example, our country today, you give a contract for roads, and at least I'm sure 80% of that money goes into the pockets of some people, and you now use 20% of the overall budget to try to do a road that should be have been done very well. And that's why you see that before you know it. A road that has been done in quotes, the nice thing, potholes are everywhere. Yeah, because that's what happens. You understand? No godly values. Do you get? Aha. Uh-huh. How about songs? How about songs? You know, your songs should reflect God. They should reflect God. Like, you know, I'm not saying say God. That's on who say God, but there's a way you sing your songs, right? That you just know that the values. For example, there's a song that I think is extremely repulsive. You get, um, I'm trying to remember, you know, back in my secular holy days. Can I tell you that I fall in love? Okay, anyway, I'm tone deaf in that area. But, okay, the lyrics go something like this. Uh, it's telling, how can I tell my wife I fall in love? You know, I can't really wait for that day that I won't have to, we won't have to lie about us. So he's writing to his girlfriend or talking to his girlfriend who is, is trying to tell her why he has not broken up with his wife yet because he's married but then he has his girlfriend so he wants the stories that you know he wants to break or divorce his wife to be with his girlfriend like and that's his that was the whole song and people are singing we don't have to lie about us 
I'm not singing song. Trash. Pure trash. That's what Christians are singing. Singing and crying self. Before you know you do, you are you become side chick and you, are, you have no issue dating a married man. You know, this is the problem. This is just the problem. Massive problem. We can't draw the line. <laughs> you get imagine like so if you're a Christian, that, that should that kind of song should not number one should not come out of your mouth as you should sing it. But if you produce a song, the song should have you get there should be you can sing about love, you can sing about anything. But we should not after singing, people should be edified. There should be encouragement. Maybe if it's a broken heart, okay, like because many ah, why am I even going to understand? There are many songs. Okay, for example, um what is this one? Try sleeping with a broken heart. I have to work on my singing. You know, there's someone tries to, you know, like many times they're just wallowing in the issue. Oh, my heart is broken. Oh, my heart is broken. Oh, my scars are what I but I'm singing songs that are very, very old because that's the era. I mean, I stopped listening to the songs a lot, but that was my era. You get. But many times they're just stuck in the whole place. There's no solution, nothing. But imagine you sing about heartbreak, but you sing showing a way out of the heartbreak giving a new perspective to the heartbreak you understand helping a person to move on from that you know situation isn't that better you understand in a godly way you don't have to say god but there are things that about god that will benefit people that are not even born again there's a way you can do that and it just blesses a generation yeah because you're a believer <laughs> you understand make your cartoons look at the cartoons on 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 I really feel for the generation of our raising. All of us are starting to have children. I really feel I don't know what they're going to watch. I don't know what they're going to watch because I can't even me, my own children. Uh, cartoonists will go for bid. <laughs> I reject it. Go for bid. Ah, if I, I will even subscribe to DS, just forget that channel unless you can block it. Like, like, because the kind of tra- now you see the cartoons, vampires are uh, friends with you know children and. You know, I don't know how great the head of Christian creatives are. Even things like Halloween. Go and read up on what Halloween is. How it starts. Day of the Dead. And it's what Christians are celebrating. And they say, no, 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 no. It's just, a, it's just a holiday. I'm like, use your head. Oh, bro, use your head. Do you read your Bible at all? That's the problem. We are more, our Bible is social media. Our Bible is now movies. Our Bible is culture. Our Bible is not God's, it's not God's word anymore. We find excuses for all those things. God is looking for creatives or people who, I mean, create new movies. You understand? Create new songs, new cartoons, new documentaries, different things that will actually help, you know, Christian culture. And with that, influence even worldly culture. The world should be following us, not us following them. That's the truth. They should follow us, not us following them. That's the truth. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? Uh The point is that let Christ be expressed through what you do. And then the other one that I went to and I came out of, there is excellence. There's the Spirit of God that will give you creativity, give you ideas, give you guidance. See, there are movies. There are many of these movies that you're watching today that were stolen directly from the Bible. You understand? God wants to give you ideas from the Word, give you ideas, mind-blowing movie ideas. You understand? He wants to give you mind-blowing, even when it comes to inventions, right? Inventions. There are things that have not been invented. There are many Christian inventors from, like, in history. Many of the, many top-edge inventors were Christians. You understand? God wants to give you ideas that will, like, change the world. Yes. He 
wants to give you ideas in your in your field, in your, your career, whatever. He wants to give you ideas. He wants to open your mind up to things and show you stuff. Give you songs that will change the world. That, that people will just sing and things will happen. He wants to do all this stuff. You understand? But the problem is, as I said, believers will not align. When you begin to align and say, Lord, I see my career, I see my business, I see my my yeah, my job, not just as a means to get money. I see it as an expression of you to live is Christ to die is gain. And you trust him. And I'm telling you, you're going to start to see him walk through you in crazy ways. You understand? Pray in tongues over ideas. Pray in ah no no, he'll give you, he'll give you stuff. Give, I'm telling you, God will give you stuff. God will give you stuff. Biko, Biko. <laughs> There's a whole lot more to say here. A whole lot more. Of course, um, I want to say that it doesn't take away the place of going to train. For example, if you are going, even if there's excellence inside you, the, you can't say you will not you will read less. If you're a medical doctor, read less than the other doctors who are not born again. You can't say you will not, um, if you're a direct, you won't go to the proper schools, business school, acting or directing school. Like there's, all, there's a place for all those things and all those skills. But we're saying do it with a mission. Do you understand? Do it the mission and also do it knowing that you have an you have an edge, the spirit of God inside you that will help you. Glory to God. Okay, guys, that is it for today. I think I've tried. This should encourage and inspire somebody. Okay, so guys, have a wonderful day. God bless you and bye-bye. If this blessed you or you want to say hi or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram that's pst.sen, pst.essien. See you there.